Oh, g'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on Newsdog ZB and a sillier package, I am Glenn ZB. Um, is there any point in uh, taking people to task uh, once they've done a good job after we told them they were doing a bad job? That has made no sense at all, but I'll explain a bit more when we get to that bit. Uh, We'll mark the week because it's Friday. That always makes sense. And uh, we'll finish up uh, with some TV-themed travesties. But before any of that, uh, it's time to play everybody's favourite game, Level Lotto. Prediction time. Don't you love a prediction? Uh, It's what you do when you're locked up and full of fear and having dropped from 1st to 38th in the world this week. The world's open. We are not, but we're still supposed to be grateful. Anyway, the good thing about this government, here's the good news, uh, is they're not that smart. And as such, spend their lives in a state of panic, worrying about what fire to put out today. They live in this 24-hour cycle. That's why we've got no plan. They don't plan because they're too busy hosing stuff down. So John Key strikes at the weekend. It resonates. They flip out and bam, a week's worth of announcements. Orangatamariki, immigration, self-isolation, pick a day, pick an announcement. The other game they play in the lead-up to the next level decision is dropping hints. The first one, a while back, was Auckland needed to get to 90%. Remember that? We most likely won't make it, but it'll be close. The fact the Prime Minister messed that up by telling us to get to 90%, then saying, oh, it didn't matter, I put down to forgetfulness. When you're spinning as hard as they are, must be difficult to remember all the bollocks you have to get out there on each and every day. Anyway, 90%. Then some encouragement around the numbers. We got a bit encouraged around the numbers. That was until Wednesday, of course, with the dreaded 45. But no matter. They went back to their, oh, it's to be expected. Uh, Mystery cases, known cases, household cases, cluster cases, reminding us that despite all they've said for the past two years about zeros and elimination, numbers don't actually matter if they don't want them to. And then yesterday, another clue. The warning that Auckland, even if it goes to two, there's your clue, two, will still be cordoned off. Uh So that's the bad news. They'll save the good news for Monday. And on Monday, when they move to level two and you can get a haircut or go to the cafe, you'll be grateful and hopefully forget you can't leave the city. And because you can't leave the city, the rest of the country will go to level one and they won't give a monkeys about Auckland anyway. That, by the way, is not a firm prediction as we sit here Friday morning. We've still got Thursday's numbers, Friday, Saturdays and Sundays to come. So a bit of water to go under the bridge. But given politics has largely overtaken health and elimination is now over, as we sit here this morning, some sort of level two is more or less likely to be coming your way Monday. So, obviously... Uh, the Hosk has spent the majority of the last 18 months or so uh, beating up the, mostly the government about some of the decisions that they've made, a lot of the decisions that they haven't made. Um, and one of the decisions that wasn't made uh, was the, the whole trying to get foreign workers in here or keeping them here. Um, and But now Farfoy has you know, made the decision on the, on the residency visa, visas. Uh, so... What, he, does he get a pass now or what? Mike, the media's soft and this time you're right there with them. Why are we celebrating the immigration announcement? This is a department that's done nothing for 18 months and now we're celebrating an announcement that they will try to fast-track the majority of the backlog in the next 12 months. It's a, it's a not unreasonable point you make and I will carry the criticism on my shoulders because I did think about it yesterday. I didn't go overly hard on Farfoy. I did ask him why it took so long. He didn't have an answer, and I thought that sort of explained itself. But what you're suggesting we do, and here's my rationale behind it, they got there in the end. Should they have got there faster? Yes. Should they have been more professional? Yes. Should they have done a better job? Yes. Should they not be the blundering dunderheads they are? Yes. But they are what they are, and we've got what we've got. But they made the right decision in the end. So when faced with the wrong decision or no decision versus the right decision, even over an extended period of time, you've got to take the right decision. How, long, how much energy do you want to spend 
with them having made the right decision, then want to beat them up and go, look, I know you made the right decision. I know everyone's happy, but let's just spend a bit of time beating you up. What's the point of that? What a waste of energy. So I, I actually agree with him about that. There's really no point in then going, ah, yeah, you, you did such a crap job before you did a good job. It, I don't know how much... I mean, it maybe it might make them think twice next time when they're doing a crack job that they should do a good job quicker. But I feel that's kind of what's happening with his criticism of the vaccine rollout, which is, you know, it's going to get to where everybody else has has got to, um, you know, shortly. And yes, it took longer to get there. But, you know, yeah, he still goes on and on about that. And I wonder if there's any point in going on and on about that now that it's... Anyway. Who cares? Let's just mark the week. Uh, time to mark the week. A little piece of news and current events. It's as popular as self-isolation if your number's 1 through 150. Uh, the MIQ Lottery 2. I mean, try as they might, surely we are learning the classic lesson that if you start with crap, rearranging things doesn't change the fact you're still dealing with crap. Israel Adesanya 6. And when MIQ is like that, who can blame him or his mates? It's always the bright, always the adventurous, the successful who look for the better outlooks. A poll 7. Because, I mean, who doesn't love a good poll? And universally, we can all agree it's been a good week and a good month and a good year for ACT. Uh, Reese Walsh, too. Yes, he's young, but for those who are given much, much is expected. Now, the Warriors did the right thing by front-footing it, and the fact that half the rest of the NRL can't seem to control themselves either doesn't make it any better. Norway, eight. Restrictions gone, life is back. Oh, to be in Norway, eh? Denmark, eight. Restrictions gone, life is back. Oh, to be in Denmark, eh? Ireland, nine. Boosted to the best COVID response in the world this week. Life is most definitely back. New Zealand, three. Because we had it. Number one, we blew it. And now we're 38th. And that's what complacency does for you. New South Wales, seven. Because cases are down. The peak is gone. The roadmap is out. The doors are opening in a bit over a week, even more in a month. Christmas is real. That's what's called a plan. So John Key, eight. Fear and hope are not a strategy. Because he said what so many of us have been saying, but in saying it as an ex-PM who's been there, done that, carried the weight to truly freak the government out, hence this week's avalanche of new announcements. QB in houses, seven. Barely a suburb in the country that hasn't made money for homeowners. Immigration, six. Took an age, and as you heard from Farfour yesterday, there didn't actually seem to be a reason as to why it took so long, but they got there in the end. What a relief for 160,000-plus and their families, eh? Speed limits in Auckland, one. Because even when all the evidence says you're wrong and deaths and accidents don't come down, you still forge your head with more dumb ideology. Elimination one. Even when all the evidence says you're wrong and the numbers today are no different to what they were last week and the week before and the week before that, you still forge your head with your dumb ideology. Scott McLaughlin, eight. Rookie of the year. Showing yet again that talent is talent and you can take it anywhere. And that's the week copies on the website. And research released this week has confirmed that this is two and a half times more entertaining when produced in level two or lower. There's probably something to that, actually. Um, I feel like... I'm more carefree and easygoing when I'm not locked down. Uh, although I'm struggling to remember what that actually did feel like. Yeah. Um, we certainly watched a lot of TV, haven't we? But how quickly we forget TV of the old days. Trending now on the Mike Hosking Breakfast. Uh, social media Malay this morning, uh, best television themes. The singer Richard Marks got it started when he asked, what are the best instrumental TV show intros? Now, I know what my one is, and it's not one of the top three, which means the polls gerrymandered for a start. Anyway, hundreds of thousands of votes from all over the world distilled down to the top three. Number three is this. <laughs> 
and I bet you anything you want, you don't even know what that is. And that's the stupidity of the poll. You're not sitting here going, oh, of course, that's Friday Night Lights, isn't it? Five season run between 2006, 2007. Then second is this. I'd guess at this. Started watching the show, couldn't stay with it. Rob Lowe, Alison Janney, lovely woman, Martin Sheen, 1999 to 2006. Yes, yes, West Wing, yes. So that's okay. That could, that could, I, I wouldn't have had a top three. I wouldn't have had a top ten. Maybe, maybe. But number one, instantly recognisable. Not necessarily the best, but instantly recognisable. I'm thinking that people got caught up with the shows that they liked. Correct. It's rather the than the tunes that were... Well, yeah, but you've got to watch the show to know the tune, don't you? Magnum P.I. 1980 to 88. Oh, yes! You came to the party. This is my greatest of all time. I'll shut up. Just play this. Play this. Listen to this. But there's heaps of others. What about this one? Dallas? No, 18. What is your Dallas? That was my favourite as a kid. That's a good tune. Well, what about, what about this one? What's this one? Chips. Tis too. Poncherello. But of course, the most obvious Here one. There we go. The most obvious one of all that should have won. Is? Is. I mean, there is no greater song than this. That is true. What about Mash? What about the Mash thing? No, that's got words. Oh, say no more. There we go. We put that to rights by the end of it, didn't we? I think we did okay there. I mean, slight correction there. I mean, the version they used on MASH didn't have words, but the song they played on the radio did. Uh, Suicide is Painless. Um, but Hill Street Blues got played on the radio, like, just as it is. Like, how many TV themes do that? I feel like Falcon Crest had a good theme tune. I never watched it, but I remember the theme tune coming on, and then I knew that that was then time to leave the room because I didn't want to see what happened next. Uh, thank you for hearing what happened next after you heard my theme tune, uh, and we'll be back uh, with uh, more of this stuff when Mike Yardley joins us for a bit next week. See you then. Yeah.